You're listening to Heroes in the Moment. What's up, Heroes? I'm Michael. And I'm Nathan. Today, we're doing Andor. The first three episodes. The first three episodes. The premiere. We're super hyped. We got the premiere of three episodes, which I think was super beneficial. They weren't super yeah. long. I think the first one was like right at 40, yeah. and the so, second one's like 38, and then the third was, was 40. Mm-hmm. So, I, I definitely will say, like you said, dude, that was a great idea. Yes. I, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people had no idea even who this character was. Maybe they for forgot sure. him, you know, from in Rogue, Rogue One. One right? Maybe they just hadn't seen that movie. But starting off with the three episodes just really like solidifies who he is, right. you know, where the show is going. And um, you know? of course, you know, it begins with, you know, telling us the timeline. It, you know, it's five BBY, so that means it's yeah. five years before B. Before the Battle of Yavin. Yavin. Is that what it means? Mm-hmm. Before Battle of Yavin. I was wondering what BBY yeah. meant. Yeah, and the Battle of Yavin, of course, Before is when Battle Luke destroys the Death Star. Really? Um, so, yeah. I did not know. Yeah. That's what BBY is. Knowledge. For. <laughs> I was like, I know what BBC stands for. Yes. Yes. So, it's five years before the events the of Rogue One because, of course, Rogue One leads right into the events of New Hope. Um, so, yeah. So, of course, you know, just get right into episode one. Yeah. We'll start off with the initial reactions. I really am enjoying this show so far. I think it's definitely different. It's darker. It's enticing. It does not feel like Star Wars. Yeah. But I am enjoying it. Yeah. Dude, I, listen, Manny, you know me. You know what I like. Y'all probably know what I like if you listen long enough. Mm-hmm. Dude, I, I love this. I do love the fact that it felt very kind of disconnected. Right. Um, but this is a, a gritty, a, a dark world that we're seeing just... I don't know, deal with these characters. I know the whole three episodes, we're seeing just complete desperation, right? Right, from, right, right. Uh, from Andor's character. We're seeing his friends he, being pulled in to help him. He's a very nervous character. Yeah. If you notice, like, he's always, yeah, and like, And you know what happens paranoid. in Rogue One. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, this season is going to be beautiful, like, blossoming into his yes. development to a leader. Like, into bro, his, that's so cool. Right, and he starts off very paranoid, and then becomes, like, he's like, okay, this is what I got to yeah. do. Also, shout out, like, the freaking... Cinematography. Mm, I was I just said multiple that. times before. You know they didn't use the same green screen. Right. At least, at least for the flashbacks, the visual they shot them on location. Were beautiful. It's gorgeous, immaculate. And we said yeah. it before, but why can we have had this right, right before? before. And I think, I think Mando season three is going to deliver that. I yeah. think it's going to be more. <laughs> they like shoot indoor. on location in Mando. <laughs> no, no, but I, I, I agree. Like the visual it's effects, the man. CGI, the use of everything that's involved, the location shots. Like you know, when you're in those past scenes that we see in the episodes. The, it's so beautiful, like that yeah. mountainous world. Yeah, in the you know, this tribe and yeah. seeing more of like a indigenous tribe in, know, in Star, Star Wars, Wars is like when's the cool. last time? Also, you know, we have I mean, Ewoks, but right, we have species. Ewoks, we have sand people, but they don't yeah. talk. They're not humans. But to see like a human perspective yeah. of these kind of a people of a tribal centered, like they have this like um, polytheistic. I don't know, view yeah. stuff. And I thought that was, you know, super interesting to see mm-hmm. in Star Wars, you know, another universe, another new language, you know, a new language was cool new to thing. hear, you know. Um, I, I really enjoyed that. Like the little hunting party that they had was all kids. Right. Like, it was just like really cool to see different rituals. It was. Like you said, it didn't feel like a Star Wars movie. It felt like a like an insight mm. into like a c- completely different separate world. It felt like it definitely and that like it reminded me, I don't know what the best word to use like what show this i can compare it to to be honest i was i was gonna say a little bit from prey mm-hmm. uh, on hulu at least when it comes to some of the culture some i'm of the, not, obviously completely right, different right. cultures but some of that just like really grounded feel with mm-hmm. a different culture and then as far as the andor side i think it's really new and that's one thing i really like about it like mm-hmm. yeah it's star wars but it feels different like 
the, the one guy getting in trouble trying to escape mm-hmm. and it gets pulled into something what maybe like what is that prison break i mean that's the closest i can think it's not like prison break but i can't think plot. of anything around now i know I, we'll have to come back on that and um compare it but yeah. ultimately like it's and it started out the opening was probably my favorite part of episode one if yeah. i'm being honest the grittiness the rain the darkness you know walking into this I don't know what was it like a bar. It was a area. bar and like a I don't know a prostitute place yeah, like too club, at the yeah. same time. Yeah. So he walks in here and he's he's searching for his sister, obviously yeah. who we see in the past scenes. Who's little? I never younger. thought we would see that type of establishment. I guess like mm-hmm. more well, not like vividly, but you know, mm-hmm. like I don't know. Better right. portrayed I mean, we know, I mean, gangsters, of course, from Job of the Hut and you know stuff that he does, of course, yeah. with women. Um, but seeing that in this, you know, other worlds is interesting yeah. and stuff. You know, make a more realistic. Uh, to like underworld level stuff. I loved it, dude. Yeah, it was interesting. I loved it. that shot was so cool. And he's walking down in the rain. You see everything lined mm, up, all the buildings dude, on the side. Perfect. I was like immediately. I was like, wow. Yeah, it's this is cool. It's beautiful. I'm into it. And of course, it leads to you know he's looking for his sister. He explained that he's from the planet Canari. Um, Canari. Um, and there, you know, he, he shouldn't have mentioned that, but he does. And um, so that was just keeping a secret his entire secret. life. Foreshadowing. Club. <laughs> By the way, I'm from this place. I'm from Canari. <laughs> like, She's what? from Canari. I'm looking for a girl from Canari. I think, well, while we can sit back and say it's stupid, I think it just points to the fact uh, of how much he loves his sister, right? right? Because he's kept that secret his whole life. And like right. the one time he's telling it to strangers how much he misses for the her, benefit yeah. of his sister. And he hasn't seen her since that one scene where he leaves. Um, and goes on this mission to find the spaceship that crashes. You know, we see that. And yeah. Of course, she stays with the tribe because she's too young. Mm. So that was interesting. Of course, that you know he's searching for her now. Yeah. Um, in in the future scenes, and of course, you know he gets bad, you know, rep from the two guards that are standing in the bar or whatever, and they go out Classic and they pursue him. Yeah. And. He ends up murdering both of them in yeah. cold blood. Well, I guess you could say the first one maybe was just like first it was one a was freak kind of, accident. It they was, were attacking him. He didn't mean accident. to. And it was definitely genuine. Yeah. He was like, um, "Is he? You know, get him. You know, turn him over. Yeah. Like, he's, you know, faking. He's, he's faking. He's <laughs> faking. He and then he's like, D- uh, "Don't do it to me. I, I won't say anything." And stuff. And he ends up killing him. Yeah, too. And he murders the second he guy. He does for, for sure. sure murder the second guy. And of course, you know, I think at first when I was well, watching this, I was like, "Okay, he's he's on a mission." He has purpose, but in reality, you know, he just killed these guys. Like he, yeah. no, he's not. He's and, I, just, and I think that moment right there defines his character. Mm, you know, throughout and where the whole to episode. lead to. I think it just emphasizes the fact that you know, first and foremost, he's willing to do what it takes mm. for his family. Right, just for like sure. the Fast and Furious movies. Um, I mean, obviously, these guys were total jerks. No one cares, but in reality, in this show, at least, you know, they're they're human beings. So, right. the fact that he was willing to kill one for witnessing that. Mm. For the sake of his sister says a lot. Says a lot about who he is. Yeah, you know, I'm not saying that he was right in that, but I'm saying that that's really interesting. Right, I I completely completely agree. Um, so we, of course we go on from that, um, and we you know learn more about his character. We learn about what he does. Of course, he's panicking at this point because he's like, oh goodness, what? Yeah, I, I just killed do? two. I just killed century two guys. guards. Yeah, and um, then he goes off and he talks to Bix, right? And uh, he's yeah, like, Bix, I need yeah. to talk to this guy, get some money to get out of here. Yeah. And he's like, what did you do? And all this stuff. And it leads into those interesting conversations. Hmm. And then it transitions over to, of course, the guard people. I don't know who, what they're called. I forget. They're like I overseers forget. of like these five planets or something like they're that. These officers. They're, they're officers. They're not imperial. They're not, they're not empire. empire. Yeah. They're their own thing. They're pretty district. bad. They honestly, are, they're not well. great. And of course, the commander or the leader of this group says, you know, just 
leave it alone. They died by a freak accident. Yeah. And of course, and he lays out a great like reason why he's like, they were drinking on the job and they weren't supposed to be here. They were on the clock. Right. They do really interesting because they do this twice. Did you notice that? Because when Andor talks to his guy, um, to his friend, he goes, um, where were you last night? And he's like, oh, I knocked on your door or whatever. And like, no, you didn't. You came to my house. We had this Yeah, stuff. the one and that works like with the like, people with the junk and like, stuff. You yeah. did this, you did that. And the next thing, it transitioned over to the bad guys. And then they're like, this is what happened. This is what occurred. Mm. Very, very same thing. I didn't, I didn't notice mm-hmm. that. Same thing that happened there. So it's like a very like, it's showing the corruptness of these planets and the corruptness of the, what's going on because of maybe the repercussions of the empire hmm. um, at the time. Yeah. Which was, I thought oh, was really I, I, I didn't think about that. Mm-hmm. I did enjoy the 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 older uh, officer's character a lot, even though we didn't get to see because he dipped to a conference or something. Right. But I will say, the younger dude, his name is I think Cyril Cran. Mm-hmm. Uh, forgive me if I'm pronouncing that wrong, but I don't know. He just he didn't strike me the right way the first episode. At I least. agree. Yeah. You know, I mean, obviously, I think in a very similar case, Andor, right? He's starting off uh, in a lower position. Low uh-huh. in confidence too, right? He's not sure. He's trying to stand out, right? You know, he's altered his uniform to look his best, but like he just lacks what it takes. And I yeah. think we're gonna see by the end, dude. Big bad villain, and he's gonna be even more powerful. Maybe there's a second season. Honestly, I'm getting the vibe. I think getting. he's gonna have a redemption arc. What? I'm getting that vibe. I'm thinking like right now he's yeah. super enticed in capturing Andor. Of course, episode one, he doesn't know who he is. Doesn't know what's up with the story. He's just interested after killing two officers. He's very, he yeah. doesn't like the fact he, you know, anybody who kills an officer, um, you know, they need to be found. They need to be prosecuted. And I'm seeing like, he's so bad to where you dislike him so much to where I'm seeing a little bit of something that could possibly re- be redemptive. Hmm. Um, I don't like him. I don't like, you know, him just, you know, as a character, Yeah. but I'm, I'm seeing something to where like, he's such a, like a dislikable person that I feel like they're just going to bring him up to be like, okay, he's going to end up working with Andor in the end. Hmm. I, I'm just, I'm getting I can that, see that feeling. I can see that. But I, I you know, of course, yeah. I don't know for sure, but. Maybe he becomes the big bad, then he he turns around maybe later. Because I don't think he can be the big bad, if I'm You don't honest. think so? I don't think he can be, because of the fact that I feel like it's going to be the buildup of what Andor does. And of course, Andor does go off, and we know from a fact from the trailers and from the, um, the stories of, of Cassie and Andor that he goes off and enjoins the Empire and becomes an officer in the Imperial yeah. uh, Army. So I think that ultimately the Empire's obviously the overseeing bad guy at the time, but you know he's going to be pursuing him, and then eventually he's going to realize, okay, I need to work with him against the bigger enemy of the Empire, hmm. um, which I think is what it's okay. possibly going to lead to, which, I, is, a, which yeah. is a great plot to me. I think uh, that's Yeah, really I could definitely see that happening mm-hmm. for sure. So I'd like that. The one thing I'd like to point out, though, is did you catch that they're – in three episodes of this show, there is literally no Easter eggs, according to Star Wars, except for one mention of the Empire and then one mention of something else that I'll mention in the in Yeah, the which obviously the Empire is not even much of an Easter egg. No. I, do, I do appreciate that they you know, didn't really throw anything in there. But I was also missing that. Really? Like, you know, I understand they want it to be disconnected and be different, but it felt like Star Wars so much to the extent where I was like, am I really watching Star Wars mm. at all? Um, so like, it doesn't have to be like, uh, did you hear about Obi-Wan Kenobi? Uh, it doesn't have to be that. I mean, it could be simple. Like, um, you know, the Emperor Palpatine did this or Emperor, Emperor Palpatine made a decree or yeah. like the empire is so mm-hmm. overwhelming threat and they're the imp- emperor himself is, you know, making enticing or they're building this 
you know, weapon, the secret weapon that they're leading to, yeah. or something like that, something of that nature that keeps the fans enticed. Because yeah. I can see like casuals not liking the show and losing interest just because of those yeah. things. Well, I, I will say, I definitely think that's a plus because I do think that the demographic for the show is not the casuals. I think it's for the main fans. I mean, right, you're right. talking about. You know, uh, one of the main characters right. from a movie like five or six years ago that I feel like should have gotten a lot more, right. you know, credit and attention than deserved. Mm-hmm. I feel like that, that, um, I don't know, just being that different actually benefits us. I, I think a lot of Star Wars fans are, are just tired of having that shared universe thing mm-hmm. where everything, everything is connected, you know, like they do with Marvel. I think it, honestly, it's a breath of fresh air, fresh right. air, at least for those who love, you know, cinema, for those who right. love, Great TV shows, and then for those like diehard fans, that right. maybe every episode there is right. reference. Right. I don't know. I I can see that from the other side. I, you know, I I understand that perspective um, for sure. But I feel like for the mainstream, because like you need it to be yeah. talked about, and without those benefits of an Easter egg, even if it's small, it's not going to be talked about. Like literally, yeah. usually when a big show like this comes out, you know, I'm seeing it on TikTok. I kid you not, I've yet to see one in and or TikTok. Well, yeah, period. I'll see. Well, like take take Boba Fett, you know, mm-hmm. for instance. No, that right? was viral. On Boba t- Fett I mean, it was, was it was a terrible show, right? It was not, but it was big on TikTok. Yeah, but it was it dude, it was huge. It, honestly, Boba Fett might be one of the worst shows I've ever seen. Like, <laughs> if I'm truly being honest, like I would never rewatch minus that two and, episodes and uh, yeah, and uh, which weren't even his show. Well, at weren't that even point. his show at this point. But like, but the fact is, they had that character that did appeal to the masses. Mm-hmm. They had a fan favorite character. Well, even though the show sucked. It was still doing decent mm-hmm. due to who right. they had leading it. That's my, this is not the case right. with this show. Which this show is great so far. Um, I, I think it's a really great show so far, and I'm, I'm really enjoying it. But at the same time, it needs the benefit of mainstream fans. It needs to be talked about. And I'm, I'm starting. They're not talking about it. No yeah. one's talking about and, it. So it might be kind discouraging of too, because I'm pretty sure that their budget would be a lot more. It looks for, like it for it this for show. Sure looks yeah, like it also looks like it, right? So I hope that's reflected, obviously, in the viewership mm-hmm. ratings and the numbers too. Yeah. So you know. and I hope it starts getting more TikTok, TikTok, <laughs> more talked about, <laughs> TikTok on talk. <laughs> t- exactly, um, more talked about in the future. But I don't know. Mm. Um, but also, I'd like to mention that you know there is opportunities for Easter eggs. Like Re- Star Wars Rebels is taking place at the exact same time Andor's going on mm. so possibly reference there or just other stuff in general would be cool to see anyway um but episode one you know really enticing of course we meet bix um and you know they're getting to contact someone dude bix stuff. is great i man. like her dude i don't know if y'all noticed the connection mm. but if y'all have watched the greatest movie of all time greatest aka movie of all time. morbius mm. aka the movie i just watched because it's the greatest movie of all time for sure she plays the love interest of morbius and and then she becomes a vampire. Mm. Now she's transitioned to the Star Wars world. In a beautiful fashion. I'm telling you, do not be surprised if Morbius comes out later. Don't be surprised if we see Morbius in Andor. Mm. Because it's it's completely possible. I mean, I think they would go absolutely, it would get huge because that. leads that. up a Morbius versus Vader and Palpatine. Mm, Morbius versus Imagine. Vader versus Palpatine versus Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. Imagine that. Oh, versus Danny DeVito. <laughs> oh, as Wolverine. As Wolverine. <laughs> Whoa. I mean, is what it a possible? Show. Yes. <laughs> but, but back to reality, I do think, honestly, Michael, out of these first three, one was my favorite. Really? I thought one was the darkest, grittiest, mm. one of the most realistic I don't know, depictions of a new world that we've seen. And yeah. my favorite part, though, about the first episode was how quickly, be it how well, they introduced the side characters. Really? Like you said, 
that one friend who works like in the junkyard, Bix, um, her guy friend Tim or whatever. I and is Marva in the first episode? She is. Marva in the first episode. I thought they did a really good job establishing the side characters. Yeah. Shout out Aunt Petunia. Giving <laughs> giving them meaningful stories and making them interesting right. to the point where if he's not on screen, right. I like seeing their stories. See, I liked episode you know? three better, um, if I'm being mm. honest. Episode one was good and it was super enticing and stuff, but it did get slow towards the middle and end. Yeah, so I was I a little bit unfortunate about that sense. Um, but yeah, I, I can see that episode one was for sure a great starter and I'm super enticed to where it is going. Yeah. Um, and that brings me to episode two. Uh, hey, <laughs> All right. episode one. So episode two, I do think this one was not as good as either episode one or three. I agree. I, honestly, like I want, like it's a good show, and I like where it's going. But episode two was so slow to the fact that, like, I found myself wanting to go to my phone mm. a lot more than I yeah. should have watching it because yeah. I, I literally found myself like pick, having my phone in my hands. But oh, whoa! I'm on my phone. I'm not watching the show. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you the um, key is to watch phones. it on your phone. Mm. I was traveling back from Nashville and I had it yeah. on my phone, obviously. But yes, I will. It, it was more mm-hmm. slow. I don't think as far as quality goes, it dropped too much off, to be honest with you. Right. I thought some of the reactions I've heard have been a little, little I guess, over-exaggerated. I yeah. thought episode two in the scheme of a trilogy of episodes was still not too bad. Right. Right. Um, I don't know. I, I, you know, I get it. it in the same things, it wasn't a bad episode. And this show is not like bad, but whatever means it was just super slow to where I was getting enticed. Like even if I was watching it on my phone, I've done this before. I would pause it and like literally scroll up and go to something else. Like yeah. I, it's just what would have happened. And it wasn't that it was bad. It wasn't bad. It was just like I was losing interest. Yeah, I, I did like it in the moment, and I will tell you this right now, Maze, because I'm tired, but. I kind of forgot what happened, to be honest. Yeah, it's, it was very what, forgettable. What happened? It was very forgettable. Okay, two. so of course, he's still panicking and trying to figure out an escape plan or what to do and yeah. wanting to talk to the guy. Um, and then, of course, they find out the officer. I'm just going to call him the officer people. And they find out what he did. Yeah. What, and they find out it was Andor by the tip from Tim, right? The, the shop worker. Tim. Who works for- Who's dating. Who's well, with Bix or whatever. Right, right correct. Um. So we get that tip. We get you know interaction between Tim and Bix. Yeah. Um, and then of course we get more past scenes and some of that nature. And the past scenes are super cool. Um, we get to see, of course, him going and finding the ship and the toxic something waste coming out of the ship and the people being sick and the officers yeah, are super like green. Yellow. And, and the girl with the, the same stripe. The kids gets killed walk and, up and they're like, Yes, we breathe the same air. We're fine. We breathe the same air. And then the, of course like, they what? shoot the girl and then they get like, oh my god shooting the people um uh, th- this is the one part i don't understand to be honest sorry to interrupt mm. um but w- why would he stay behind when they carry off the girl literally i guess he's just curiosity his whole tribe yeah i guess it was just complete curiosity of wanting to see what I was going because i mean you know we see from cassie he's a curious fella you know he wants to do his own thing yeah. mainly so he goes off and he does his own thing. And so he goes into the just ship. Curiosity wants right. to know. I, I said, keep on going, keep on going. Right. Sorry, so anyway. I, you know, just, you know, wanting to that curiosity. And of course, when you are, you know, indigenous and don't have a lot of experience with these things and being him yeah. and a guy, a boy um, in the century. And there wasn't a lot of boys now that I remember in the people that were yeah. going. It was mostly girls. What? Yeah. It? So that curiosity just led him to go in the ship. Dude, was, I thought it was hilarious how he, he looks in the mirror and he's like, mm. what is this? He's, I thought, was that episode three or was that episode two? I think it was episode three. Was it episode three? I think it was, or maybe yeah, two. was episode two. Either way, um, where he does look in the mirror and he's like, who is that? Yeah. Because he's probably never seen a reflection. I, I, I thought about that. I was like, dude, I take that for granted. 
mm. be able to see we myself. Do every day. But, but literally, that's little, he literally, right. he's like, and he starts punching it. He's yeah, like, I was like, bro, he, what? He's like, uh, one of the birds who like flies at the window and dies. <laughs> but yeah, he just punches. <laughs> he's like, ah, who are you? <laughs> but yeah, that was cool. Uh, whether it was episode two or three, I, I don't think remember. That was three, I think. But anyway, um, so that's what happens in this show, in the episode. You know, it's super slow. I mean, yeah. the only other thing is we Not, get. Tim, you know, bratting out Cassian yeah. to the bad guys. So not necessarily a filler, but it definitely was slower in setting the stage mm. for a more action-packed, you know, episode three. Right, right, right. You know, sure. especially with the ratting out was a big part of mm. this episode. Mm-hmm. Like, truly, that was the biggest yeah. part. Um, and then that kind of benefits its way to episode three. So let's mm. get to episode three. Because um, not a lot of happened. Like I said, two is forgettable, and it, it truly was. Mm. So first off, like I said, I think, Episode three is amazing. I, I genuinely think episode three was a phenomenal episode. It was my favorite for sure. It's pretty solid. Yeah, it was very it's actiony. That's why I kind of it was yeah. more beneficial for it. But you know, let's talk about you know, of course, the past scenes. We get the disease. So, what do we think this disease possibly is that the ship is carrying? Uh, monkeypox. Monkeypox. Mm. Mm. Possibly. Well, all right. What do we know about diseases? Star Wars all, diseases. Well, it's yellow and it's in the air. Right. Clone right. Wars, I think there was a couple episodes of talked about diseases, if, if you remember. I mean, but, um, like, oh, shoot, I forget which season it was. It's literally but, illegal in our warfare. Right, yeah. Because <laughs> you ended it. It's bad. But remember, it was that, like, that blue stuff that touched you. Remember in Clone Wars? Yes, that, disease, that blue stuff? Yes. They were, like, going through what was it called? touched, and Ahsoka and Padme got hit with it, and yeah. then they had to, you know, find the cure for it. I would and all just be stuff. holding my breath. Yeah, yeah for me. sure. So, they, it's, it's if, even if they breathe the air, though, then they got exposed. So Cassian would have been exposed. So it's not that. So yeah. that automatically cuts that well, out. Well, if you notice, the people that were dead, they were all wearing like these very protective, not hazmat, right. but scientist suits. So I think it was in the compartment on the ship and a little so? leaked out. Or yeah. because there's no way they died in their suits. Mm. They wouldn't have just been driving. I feel like the ship in those suits. So, I mean, you know, they were flying through there and they, then they crash. So yeah. like, did it happen like right off, like there in the air or something? Or I what would they? assume something goes awry. Mm-hmm. I think the, tr- to be honest, I think they're transporting that disease. Like really, uh-huh. I think they're and working it, for maybe the empire. Well, it's not empire. Who- it's Clone Wars era. So it's during the Clone Wars. They're, I think regardless, they're working for somebody bad. Like Could be the some, Separatist. May, yeah, maybe they want this. I don't know. Yeah, yeah that's crazy. It's during Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. They want this. They're transporting it. Some goes out. Someone loses control of this ship. I think that's a lot more likely than someone from within caused right. the ship to crash. Right. Maybe there was a hero who's like, you know what? Take the ship down. This is bad. But regardless, I feel like they were inside in a container with it ended up dying that's why you still see them in their suits right right yeah you i know, think that's I very probable i think that's a probable theory and of course then we see apparently it's they're still on uh i forget the name of the world again canary canary yeah. they're still on canary but the next thing you know of course aunt petunia shows up. yeah um what was her name minerva Mer- Minerve- uh, Mer- it's not minerva i know if <laughs> professor i'm thinking harry potter oh, man, i'm thinking harry it's, potter. it's something irva irva something really is marva is marva. it marva i think I it's marva. Marva. Is it marva i think it's marva but anyway she shows up with her i don't know if it's her husband or a friend or the so. working together it's co-workers probably. co-workers i don't know co-workers i don't know his style. name to be honest i don't forget his name anyway they find him and for some reason, he's just beating the crap out of this ship, mm-hmm. dude. So I'm wondering, are they pirates or are they like something? Do they do something? Because they oh. were like, 
you know, if the, re- the Republic's coming, they Remember said the they Republic. Said, the Republic is coming. And they're going to kill him. And knowing the Republic, like, that's like Jedi and clones. Like, yeah. they wouldn't kill him. Okay, so either either number one, either number one, they're completely wrong, and they know nothing about the Republic. Right. Number two, it is a Republic, but they're not coming to, to kill, kill him. him. They wouldn't kill him. Yeah. yeah, maybe they would have come and right. killed those scientists or whoever mm-hmm. you know the the pirates they knew the that, sun, were that they were transporting. But then again, though, like they're not like clones and Jedi aren't straight up murders at that time. Though. Yeah, like they only kill with reason. And then there was no droids on plus, the ship either. It, plus, it's the it's a kid. Mm-hmm. So I I really think it's possible. I'll see. First of all, how would the Republic be alerted to anything on Canary? Right, they wouldn't. Would as far weird. as we know. There's very little known about this planet. The right. fact that they know that this ship is on Canary is because of the ship. Because right. the Republic apparently is aware of what's on it. Why would the Republic have interest in what's on this? I think to stop it. It's also interesting too because like Canary is not outer rim though. They mentioned it's like mid rim or something it's like, like mid rim. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was interesting. So it would be. I guess it would be Republic jurisdiction still though. Mm. Or would it be separatist jurisdiction? We don't really know that sure. at this point in time. So that's interesting to think about. And as I'm well. not sure where their allegiance lies. I'm, I'm not sure. I don't even know if so they have also allegiance. Also, gets me to wonder: like, can we trust Marva? Can we trust yeah, her? Can we trust her? To be honest, I think so. I mean, mm. at least she she raised Andor. You know, she's she been did. with him for 30 years. Yeah, her track record speaks for herself. Is she a great person? Probably not. Is she loyal to him? Yeah. Um, what she was doing there, I don't know. It seems like they're just there to loot. To be honest, mm-hmm. like they're just going possible. there to grab stuff. Maybe they're working for. My boy Hondo. They and might. Johnny Depp's Hondo could. shows up. That would be so cool. Oh, dope. I'd love That'd it. That would be a perfect. Perfect. Perfect live action perfect. casting. But like, as far as I know, they're pirates. Not bad pirates looking to make a score. You know, find a kid beating the crap out of his ship. Decide to drug him. Mm. And then take him away from his only home. kidnap him. <laughs> First of all, brother, <laughs> you facing life you in facing- jail. Punishment. Not man. only are you drugging a kid, this kid's like ten, but you're kidnapping, you're kidnapping him, him too. as well. Yeah, that's that's messed up. Never see his homeworld again. Obviously, yes, you know they had good intentions. You know, apparently the Republic is coming. Mm, yeah, as far as we know, unless they're capping, but mm, or he was capping. I don't know. But yeah. he didn't. He wanted to leave him. So yeah, but she was like, no, she was making a push for she the was. kid. You she know, was, she had so. a heart for him. So I don't know. Well, I guess we'll see in the coming episodes. I'm I'm just really interested to see what the Republic was doing. I agree. So I hope we keep going back and forth like it's been. I think we will. And I think actually I'll talk about that part later. Keep on going on. Yeah. All right. So we go to the future and um, the officer people are pursuing Andor. Of course, they get it like a 12 men, um, which is a lot. But, you know, sometimes in those cases you need it and he's dangerous, they think. And of course, he meets with our guy Luthen. Um, in this warehouse, Luther after was a baller. after projecting his escape plan first, you know, after meeting with him because they know that he knows they're coming at this point, which I don't really know. I don't think they explained like how he knew that they were coming, but he does. I'm, I'm not sure. As far as we know, Luther was attracted to that world because mm-hmm. of what he was trying to sell, right? And right? then of course he became attracted to what he who is, he was. Who he was. He's like, dude, how'd you steal that from the Empire? Uh, I just walked. And that conversation, <laughs> and that conversation's really what attracted me to this episode. Besides the action, mm. like the conversation between Luthen and Andor was so enticing to me yeah. because at this point he's like, okay, forget the box. I'm interested in you. Yeah, like your story, who you are, 
and I think I could help you. I, that was enticing yeah. to me. And it seemed like it a done. minute ago, there's a lot of mistrust going on. Mm-hmm. There's some, you know, it's some like jealousy. You see a hard blasters pulled out. He's like, I yeah. know exactly who you are guy. and all this stuff. Yeah. And he's like, wait, so question, how did you do that? Mm. Like, I'll pay you for it. Like right. becoming really curious and you can start to see it form in his mm-hmm. mind. He's like, dude, I want this guy. He's I want good. this guy. He's good. And then he, of course, eventually convinces him. Of course, they're pursuing him, and that definitely he benefits. No, he has no other option. No but other to option. Go with but him. he he does convince him in, to come with them, and of course, they are pursued back. And then, of course, he takes them with him. But let's let's talk about Luthen Man. What do we think Luthen's story is? Do we think he's part of the up and coming Rebel Alliance, or do we think he has other intentions? Because mm. I don't know. From the trailers, it seems like he's not bad, but he's not good. So, what do you think? We're yeah. seeing from Luthen. <sighs> I definitely think it's possible he's part of the Rebel Alliance. I really do think he's good. Mm. I mean, you know, I definitely think he's um, a man who would do anything, you know, for for the cause that he's right. fighting for. Um, but he's he's coming from a very very organized place. Mm-hmm. I don't, he's not. I don't think it's for selfish reasons. I think he's looking for, a, for you know for a good a good thief a good a good pilot. Um, to be honest, on on that specific team, what that reason is, I I really do think that it, it's very likely that he's with uh, obviously the um the rebellion. Mm. Uh, to be honest, I don't know. I just have a hard time seeing it as yeah. he's a bad guy. Right. And I he, mean, he also reminded me a lot, like a lot. It was weird. I was like, they're similar. Of uh, the character Woody Harrelson played in Solo, mm. um, Beckett. Uh, yeah, I think they were very the like. Not the demeanor, but like their actions and like their role is very similar to me. You yeah. know, Beckett was not a good guy, but and he may not be either that we know of yet. We yeah. don't really know him yet. We're still It'd learning be weird, about him. Because, like you said, everything we've seen from the trailers paints him as a good guy. Right, right. You know, does. looking so, out for Andor. Right. But, so it's really interesting, super enticed and super mysterious. And um, I really was enticed by that for sure. Yeah, I enjoyed no, that. I, yeah, I really did. Mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed it. I think my um, my favorite part of this entire episode. Um, there's continuous right flashbacks, um, and then as we see the two different timelines move, dude, they're in like perfect synchrony, unison with mm. each other. That, as they're it? flashing back and forth, you're seeing confusion. I agree on both parts. You're seeing a decision on both parts. Mm-hmm. At the very end, they're literally flying out two at the same time. Like the whole episode, the flashback and the current time has corresponded with one another. Perfectly. Yeah. That's really cool. I thought that was really well. The only thing that I disliked about that part is there was some scenes that were past that I thought was present and then there was some scenes that was like confused that went between the two um, that they were getting mixed together. I was like getting confused, especially with like the Marva scenes when they're back um, and they've already took him from the planet. When you see her again, you're like, "Oh, okay, it's now present up, but no, it's not. (laughs) It's the past. But I I was I was a little confused, Mm -hmm. but you know that's probably on me. Yeah, but I don't know. I, I thought the correspondence between the two mm-hmm. timelines was great, and I will say, rest in peace, Tim. With yes, two I was M's, to bring that up. That's Tim. about yeah. Of I course, the other thing that the happened. one thing he did go out in style in the way of trying to protect Bix. You know, he's very protective. He's like, get away from her, and he's like, stop moving. And he's like, gonna shoot him, and of course he moves and he shoots him. Um, dead, and of course, it's his own fault though. Ultimately, because he's the one who ratted him. Uh, move or we shoot. Yeah, yes. Which I did not like, Tim. Yeah. Um, but I do appreciate he was still his, caring his, his at least caring for, Bix. for Bix. But that just clears the way for the romance mm. between Andor and Bix. But we also know that that has to disappear sometime too. So I wonder yeah. what happens with Bix because I don't know. Does, They've made her out to be a pretty big player, right? In because the she, I think she'll probably inevitably die just because of the fact that like you know you got to pave the way for Jyn Erso. Mm. Um, 
So yeah. I don't know. Because I don't know. Did you know Sonya and or ever have a, like a romantic relationship? I don't, or were they I don't just recall friends? One. I can't remember. I don't think they had a romantic relationship. Purely platonic. It was mostly really good. But Jenna, I love her character. I would have liked mm. to have seen a story about hers, but you know, that was completely what yeah. Rogue One is about. So, but you know, ultimately, I enjoyed her Bix and I enjoy her character. So I'd like to see where she's going. Yeah. And I think there is going to be a romantic enticing between her and Andor. I, dude, I, I hope so. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, you know, every show doesn't have to have that between the characters. Right, right. Um, but um, I, I, to be honest, I really love just the, the action and the, mm-hmm. the third part of the episode. I, I will say I was a little confused. Um, do you know what was going on when all the different civilians are beaten yes, on their metal stuff? I thought that was super what interesting. What was going on with that? It shows me that they're protective of one another. And of course, when we see the officers coming and they see what they've, they're doing and that Cassian is at risk and then they know him and he's a worker, he's part of their class, he's yeah. not part of the upper class. Um, and you know, you definitely see the, like the class hierarchy relationships yeah, and there, obviously, which is they, super they awesome. They don't like what the blues is like. Exactly. Them, right. Exactly. You so know? they start banging. It's kind of not only a warning for Andor, but it's kind of a revolt um, because they don't okay. like what they're doing. So that's just like an, an awakening. Because like, like hey. you see Marva talking to the officers in there with her. She's like, you're not going to like what's coming. She's like, you're not going to like it when it stops. When I was like, stops. what's yeah. coming, I was like, baby? Ooh, okay. I know. I was really enticed by that mm-hmm. part. That was cool. I mean, obviously they don't know who Andor, you know, truly is. But right. to see them rally around him mm-hmm. in that way in the face of all these officers. Super dope, dude, wasn't it? Was really cool. Like, they're running yeah. through and all the different guys run out to the doors just being like, For sure. they're closing down their a- shops. And everybody starts getting there start closing it down and of course it's building up to what's happened. So that yeah. was really cool. That's like sand people vibes right mm. there looking out, looking out covering for, for each other. That yeah. was cool. And then of course we see Luthen and he's a smart dude. He has smart plays. Like he's like, yeah. he already like planned out his exit which is super freaking cool. freaking Batman. He was. Said, Rule number one, plan your exit. Plan your exit. On and your he way did. in. That um, was cool. Rule number two. What did you say? Rule number two was. I can't remember, but it was dope. Yeah, <laughs> it was cool. It was. I, was like, I love you. I love, I love this guy. Eric Sovig um, making a comeback. Did, for sure. Making a comeback after Disney his MCU. Universe. Um, should have been in Love and Thunder. I know, bro. <laughs> right, where was he? Well, he was. He yeah. was for like a brief thing. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so then, of course, they capture the bad dude, the main officer guy for a minute, and that was super cool. And they had that first interaction there. He seemed like such a wimp. <laughs> he did. Like, like, he, he was just me. cowering. Mm-hmm. And like, this is what we were talking about earlier, but I, I, I just feel like. They're making him out to be a big player in the show. Yes. I really feel like, regardless of whether there's redemption or not, mm-hmm. I do feel like he'll become the villain of the show mm. before redemption happens. Like truly, you think so? I think yeah, I think he'll become that. Oh, man. But Just from be- where he is right now, dude, he's like a shell of a man. Unless he joins the to empire, these people. he may decide to join the empire or something after yeah. like getting kicked out by the dude like, after he finds out what happens or something like that. And I think they've been foreshadowing <gasps> too. Remember halfway through the episode when he gives a speech to them? Mm-hmm. He walks up yeah. and he's like, uh... Yeah. Now, he, and he, he gives was, the worst he pregame was not speech good, of all and time. They start <laughs> awkwardly. I'm telling you, they're trying to awkward. show you how bad of a leader he is. Right. What I think is going to happen, uh, this is a theory that I just came up with, and this could be completely, completely wrong. He may stay with the Blues. I don't know. Yeah. But I think the the older guy that the leader will come back, he'll kick him off. He's like, you're done. Like you're okay. done with the squad. He'll join the Imperial, you know, the Imperial army yeah. and, you know, go in the officer program hmm. and, or be right next to him. And they will be an officer program together. Oh, mm. that'd be fire. I think that'd be kind of an interesting. The adventures plot. of Andor and Cyril mm-hmm. empire. I mean, that's just the theory could not happen at yeah. all, but I think that's enticing, and then they can end up like working together together for each other's benefit. In the yeah. Empire. Then they fight to the death over Bix. <laughs> possible. It's very possible. But <laughs> more anyway, I think that might be interesting in itself. So I don't know. Yeah. 
Um, and of course, Luther and them make a good play of sending the bad guy out and then sending like an armored car and they start shooting at it. And instead, they're in a different one and yeah. they get out of there. But at least we just didn't have a, another car chase mm-hmm. scene through this. And that's again. one thing. Like episode three was not slow. It was enticing. Yeah. It kept me involved, and I just that's why I thought it was the best episode to have losing conversation. Dude, his homie cool. tied the ship to Dude, a huge yeah. piece of debris. That part was crazy. That was so cool. You know? Yeah. So risking like, it all for the homie. All of it. So I really, I'm enjoying the show and where it's going so far. You know, obviously it had a slow start, but most shows in the beginning because this is apparently going to get five seasons. Like it's apparently having a five season what? run so it, you yeah, know gotta start slow seasons, we're not and, seeing know, him in the empire no, this quick gotta build it up so we'll see but I'm, I'm really enjoying it so far and i have high hopes for the future all right guys if you've enjoyed this episode let us know by giving us a review and a download uh, our podcast here's in the moment is available everywhere so check us out on spotify and check us out on apple podcast Heck yeah um we want to thank y'all for the support uh we recently just hit uh 7k downloads so thank y'all I uh, will push hard to to end the year. So, um, we just really appreciate you guys. So, I thank you for the love y'all been showing us. Yes, we do. Um, if y'all want to keep up to date, um, with all of our new episodes, with our updates, you know, all that, all that jazz, uh, head over to Instagram and check us out at Heroes in the Moment. Also to TikTok at Heroes in the Moment with an extra T. Uh, as far as our upcoming announcements and episodes go, we will be releasing. Tuesday morning, 5 a.m., we're breaking down She-Hulk episode 6. That episode is funny. It's about 15 minutes of us just roasting the crap out of it, just laughing, having a good time. So check it out. That episode is great. And then Thursday, we'll be dropping our latest superhero news, part 11, coming out. A lot of news this week. We'll break it down all in one simple format for you guys. So... Stay tuned, and those will all be at 5 a.m. Yes, and we just want to thank y'all for listening, and as always, we love you 3,000.